0: 300 episodes ago, a uh, younger fuzzball, almost seven years younger, embarked on a journey through Star Wars and Life the Universe and everything, but mostly geek stuff, and thought to himself, we'll see how long this shit lasts. And here we are, friends, level three zero zero three hundred. Of Laugh It Up Fuzzball, Za, and we all know if we listen to the podcast, and I do, Zuh means friends, and friends, makes it one of those ad infinitum thing, right, where it's just za and Zuh and Zuh, and, and you're like, friends, 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 and I am a lucky Fuzzball, I have friends, I have Marshall Danny of the Greater Fuzzball Territories, this is
1: Fuzzball,
0: <laughs> that's my 300, yeah, I, I got the Spartan reference. Yeah. And then uh, of course Benjamin Blueford Blue the Fourth, the Earl of Blueberry.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm I'm joined for this three hundredth uh fuzz tacular whatever I end up calling. Uh, actually I know what I'll call the episode, but I'm joined the for this uh, celebration of three hundred uh, to bring you, oh my friends, we are gonna torment you. Or more specifically, some characters. Uh, you you listen like seven episodes ago, something like that. We we ranked some Star Wars characters. We ranked them. We did uh, top fives and some honorable mentions. And then of course we're like, well if we're doing ranking, that makes it really easy to torment. We're like, well shit, the 300th episode's coming up soon. So that works out. Uh, we had meant to torment like over a month ago, but we sort of held off on it just so it could be the 300th episode. And as of this recording, 298 episodes have hit your ear holes. So there's one more episode coming, and then the torment which you're currently listening to and hopefully enjoying the piss out of. Hoo hoo hoo! Hit it, Earl of Blueberry. Mm, yes. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, so Danny. Tell them what's going to get down. What's going to get down on this 300th level of the podcast? All right, so we're
3: going to take our top six from our top six Star Wars characters. We have randomly generated the brackets on online, and then now we're going to go fight to the death. All right, so we got our picks mixed in, and they're going to go at it, and we're going to litigate the shit out of this. So hopefully Swamp Swamp Thing doesn't come in as a tiebreaker and just fuck up the whole groove um yeah exciting (laughs) and if you go we're gonna have the the
0: the cream of the creme
3: creme de la creme
0: indeed and it was it was more than seven episodes ago it was episode level 287 the best star wars characters came out in march so if you want to go back and listen to us like talk about like those in honorable mentions please do it's a really great episode but uh we did that and now we're we're over (laughs) we're 13 episodes later i'm bad at the maths no (laughs) one said there'd be math on the podcast But uh, from level 287, we are here with the torment of Star Wars. And this is going to be really challenging
3: because our picks were completely honest and we did not predicate our choices on a tournament. So some of these matchups are going to end very, very (laughs) Quickly.
0: <laughs> well, I I enjoy very much that like the first time we did the superheroes and we were we were pretty honest there we just said it and then we like we did a torment and we're like wow but then we did like the villains and I, I'm not uh, impeaching our integrity but I think we had in the back of our mind that a torment was probably going to come so uh yeah so our picks our picks were stronger villains there was no like I really like Kite Man <laughs> <laughs> <Kind> <laughs> you know? of King.
3: Like, Hell well,
0: yeah,
2: I'm I am I I feel like the villains that I had chose, yes, they're they're powerful, but they were also they were just interesting characters. So I, I I I will give myself that that I was thinking I I usually think more about the story than
0: about like the raw strength or oh this guy is so strong and right. Yeah. No, and I I I get that one hundred percent. I'm just saying like you know are they just maybe villains also do tend to be stronger they have to be something that that actually threatens the superhero so yeah yeah. but this one like even though we knew that we do torments you know this is the third one uh none of the choices had anything to do with like tormenting them and then afterwards we're like oh crap this is going to be an interesting battle (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh to to let you know basically what i did is uh we took our choices we went to the bracket generator, the same one that we've used for, for all the others. Went to challenge. You know, we, we don't challenge. We do it French style, challenge. Uh, but you can just go in there. You put a list of of uh, 18 or whatever it is you want to do. You give it a name. You generate the bracket, and it gives it to you. And weirdly, it gave us a different style bracket than previous. I don't know if I clicked something different, but instead of, like, uh, doing battles and then it comes down to, like, the top-seeded people – uh, it just got the top seeded out of the way immediately and then put them into a thing, which is strange. But you know what? It's a random generator. So I think we should stick to it. You guys there agree? You
1: go. Yeah, that's good because
0: yeah. I already typed that shit down. So it'd be complicated <laughs> if I had to throw a <laughs> Hail Mary. <laughs> uh, also, the way everything is seeded, I just had to like pick it. And because it was written down uh, blue, then me, then Danny, I was like, you know what? That's just going to be the seeds. So we'll put blue at the bottom seed. Me in the middle and Danny at the top seed. And I think that actually works out. I think in the superhero, like I was top seed, and then in the villain, I think Blue was top seed. Oh, there you go. So I think it. I think it fairly just accidentally works out that way. Uh, and then yeah, I don't. B- beyond that, the computer picked who was gonna fight. And uh, and here we go. You boys ready? The boys are ready. ready. You have any have any initial things to say before it all goes down? I hope you're ready for some shenanigans. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I think it will be interesting. And you know, a T-shirt came out of the first Torment with Swamp Litigator. Uh, no T-shirt came out of the Torment of Villains, but uh, who knows what awaits you in this list friends. Well, the, our top our top five
3: characters, uh, two shirts came out, only one happened. I'm still waiting on my Captain uh, Indoor shirt.
0: Oh, that's right, huh? Well, the, yeah, the Captain Endor was from the discussion, not from a, a torment. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I know it's uh, at least basically been designed by Roman, so we'll see. We're, we're Shout out to you, Roman, if you're listening. You are. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. Uh, Captain, <laughs> Captain Endor, please and thank you. Let's get right into it. So, total in the entire thing, there's going to be 17 rounds of battle, of battle, and one oh, will oh, reign supreme. Talks. At the end, uh, and it'll be very interesting, but we'll we'll kick it off. Round one took the number three seed, Sui Choi, yeah. versus the number two seed, my main man cousin, Chewbacca.
1: Ooh. Uh,
0: and just one more note for anybody listening. Uh, basically, we battle, we talk about it, and then between the three of us, we decide who won and majority wins. It, it's that easy. So, uh, okay. Blue, I always defer to you, my brother. Tell me. Tell me, Sui Choi versus Chewbacca. Well, okay.
2: I would love to say that Sui Choi wins, but um, apparently, I guess they changed his original death from the comics in the later stuff to make it that he got killed by, like, I guess the new canon is he got killed by a normal stormtrooper. So that's bullshit. So I guess fucking Chewbacca could kill a million stormtroopers. So Chewbacca wins, I guess. Oh, I don't know. This is, this first, is your boy. You I'm number... <laughs> really fucking pissed off about it, to be honest, because he's <laughs> he's a very good Jedi. Like he was very respected. Um he was just as small as Yoda and he fought uh just like Yoda. As a matter of fact, he had the same um like the fighting style that Yoda uses. Um, the jumpy,
3: was, the jumpy, fighty style.
2: Yeah, like the the acrobatic, more, more like movement based. Um, uh, a lot of force. He was very like a wise dude. So, I mean, he can repel the the fire. He's 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 really good. I think they did him really dirty in the fucking, you know, in the new canon. I, I, but
0: I mean, I think Sui Choi is 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 a great. Jedi. And I can see him doing a bunch of crazy jumping around like Yoda in Episode Two, uh, but I think when it when it boils down to it, Chewbacca gets his hands on him and rips him in two. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. There's probably some good like force powers and stuff, but but when it boils down to it, I think my man, my cousin Chewbacca just like grabs him and rips him in two. It feels so had, real. Feels really bad grab? about it. Well, so just he'll he'll endurance him till he's tired. <laughs> <laughs> They just sit in the corner, arms crossed, smoking a Kashyyyk cigarette. Like, all right, you done? (laughs) I guess.
2: I don't know what to say just because they made him die to a fucking storm. A stormtrooper. They can't even shoot. They can't even fucking see.
3: Okay. I'm going to have to put a kibosh on that because you're confusing stormtroopers with the garrison stormtroopers. That are stationed on the Death Star that don't really get any training. They don't get no trigger time. They're not your field stormtroopers. They're not your purge troopers. They're not your death troopers. The ones that are out there in the field fighting, hunting uh, Jedi. So mm-hmm. the fact that you're saying that he's just some common stormtrooper, nah, bro.
2: Well, he was a stormtroopers
3: can't shoot. We just every time we run into a stormtrooper, they're usually like in a Death Star on a Star Destroyer. But, like, look well, at our boy Din Jarjin. He was on that hill, and he was getting pegged left and right. If he didn't have Beskar armor, he would have been Swiss cheese. So the fact that uh, the, the, the the Jedi Master over here, Ch- Chutoy, got uh, <laughs> killed by stormtroopers, like, I think you're discrediting I, I, the maybe, skill. Well, he was a biker.
2: Like, he was one of the recon uh fucking troopers like the ones that that have those cool bikes and Mm -hmm. shit
0: i mean i don't Uh, i don't want to disparage stormtroopers danny but i i will say that Chewbacca is a crack shot with that boat caster so uh, he is he is yeah so i
3: mean if he doesn't catch him all i'm saying is sue Choi stands more of a chance this isn't a, Su Choi, who's been on the run, he's been in hiding, probably hasn't eaten in a week because he's he's just laying low. Like, we're talking about fresh, out-the-council, belly-full, happy Jedi Master. And I think he has the energy to at least put up a fight against Chewbacca. Chewbacca, you know,
1: he even I though he's the main crying. man, look,
3: and he's strong, we've seen what Force abilities can do against physical forces. I think he can give chewie a fight, maybe cost him a limb or two, shave off some of that fur. I don't think su Choi is out so easily in this one. well the oh, other no thing I'm not too saying is he's that, out
0: easily, but I think he just died. at the end it's over. <laughs> the other thing too is
2: that su Choi is really not like a combatant. he doesn't like fighting like it's not his his favorite thing he it just happens to be like one of those goods that he's those things that he's pretty good at. you know what I mean um right like he's way more skilled with the force though that's that's like his bread and butter is being able to just overpower people with with the force so i mean, I mean he could pull a baby yoda and put chewie to sleep it's okay big cat <laughs> it's okay i mean it's he okay. was able to hold his own against um oh, which sith lord was it that he was fighting i can't remember but uh he was he was fighting a sith lord and he was holding his own for a little while. And then, you know, he got fucking shot by a fucking bark. <laughs> I,
0: I don't think he goes down like a punk, but I think in the end, uh, Bowcaster to the head, ripped apart, and Chewie feels really bad about it because he loved him swing Yoda. So he's, he feels real bad. He's going in the next round feeling sad. Sad. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, I mean, we have to decide who. I say Chewbacca wins. Blue, who do you say wins? Sure, we'll go with Chewbacca. Okay, so we don't even need Danny's opinion. That's no, you don't. Of, we need two out of three, but just curious, Danny, what'd you think? Chew toy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there we go. Blue loses because he he admitted defeat before we even started. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to round two, Chewbacca advances. This one, Danny, you're going to be mad at this generator. It is the number four seed, Cal Scarada, versus the number one seed, Qui-Gon Jinn. Make your boys fight. Fog, this is my guys? Oh. Yeah, oh. That's, how, that's how it generated. It does, you know what I mean? I just seed him down 18 to 1 and let the thing do it, and it does the thing. And Cal that's how it turned out.
3: from my under, if I still remember correctly, is a veteran of the Jedi Mandalorian War. So I'm gonna have to give it to Scow. He knows, he survived fighting several Jedi He has the tactics, he has the maneuvers, he has the know-how, how how to take down a Jedi. I believe one of his famous lines is, uh, Jedi's can't stop a thermal detonator. Um, so I'm gonna go with Cal on this one. Qui-Gon's just a badass, um, in the middle. Um, oh, fuck, that's a tough one. But I'm gonna have to go with Cal on this one.
2: Oh my god. Sorry, I was reading, I was reading about Su Choi... He got held. Oh my God. <laughs> he got like held down by fucking Vader with the Force while the stormtroopers were shooting, so that he could get shot. That's fucked up. See, All
1: bro, right.
3: you, you counted him out so,
1: too soon.
2: Yeah, he he yeah, like was holding we, his own.
0: They had to use we fucking We have to
1: move on cheated. to the other rounds. It's my fine. am real Sorry.
0: Go for it. <laughs> I'm real sorry, but do you have any thoughts about Cal versus Qui Gon? Qui Gon. I mean, honestly, I'm going to defer to you, Danny, because I, I don't know that much about Cal Scarada. So if you say he's the guy that's winning versus Qui-Gon, I will take that. And any listeners, if you're like, that sucks, whole thing's bogus from round two. Okay, let us know. <laughs> but, <you laughs> yeah. know. Blame the bracket.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I didn't think my guys were going to go up
3: against each other.
0: Yeah, so there we go. Cal Scarada, the four seed, advancing advancing further in... Uh, in the in the battle and uh poor Qui-Gon man, he went out fast.
3: He yeah. didn't go out fast, but
0: yeah, he I mean, went like, out just like
3: Chewy, like this was an ugly fight to the end. But I think Kyle can just get more dirtier
0: than Qui-Gon. Okay. okay. Right on. Alright, so we're going to round three, which is uh the number eleven seed, Garzeb Aurelios versus the number ten seed, Wedge Antilles. Oh really? Um, yeah. So I mean, how, what? How are we fighting? You know what I mean? Like if Wedge has his ship, that's hard. We and we talked about this a little bit when we did the rankings. Uh, that fighting would be interesting. I think uh, mano e mano Wedge doesn't stand a chance. I uh, I I just think you
3: give Zeb too much credit. Uh, Zeb, you- is, Zeb is an emotionally soft character. This is a guy who can't handle it when things get stressful and tough. And that's unfortunately written in the, the Rebels storyline
0: because this dude. That's not how I see the character Christ. in the Rebels storyline, which I'm oh, like yeah. almost oh, yeah. Every, time things, every time
3: things get hard, Zeb's always like, oh, man.
1: Oh, God. Like, no. <laughs> nah.
0: and, then, and then Zeb's just like kicking ass with bucket heads and droids and everything like throughout every, every episode. Yeah. And not just it, using his hands, using his freaking feet. I mean when he has it
3: going his way, but the moment the, the tug of war shifts he's he's buckling like a seatbelt.
0: Yeah, I don't so, think Wedge is giving him anything that makes him freaking buckle. I'm uh, not saying he's gonna advance Wedge, too far Wedge, in this thing, but
3: I mean if this is in the skies, Wedge got a hand down and I think if it's on the ground, I think Wedge can can give up enough fight to make Zeb doubt himself and that will be I, see, the I don't end
0: think of this. I don't see that at all and I don't see the character the same way you do watching Rebels. Uh so I, I think we're both disagreeing, which which puts it in your hands, Blue.
2: I gotta go with Zeb, man. Zeb. <laughs> I say Zeb because he he is very resourceful. The dude is actually pretty cool. I know I know you you don't like him very much, but like I, I mean, watching him, it's he's pretty rad. He is like I said, resourceful, and I like his attitude. I think he's got more of a panache when he fights. So I'm gonna give it to Zeb.
0: Yeah, I think, I think the only way Zeb loses is and follows is like, oh, I'm not fighting no hero of the Rebellion, looters. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, jumps over the, the wall of the, of the arena. <laughs> I'm going go get some metal runes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Zeb Aurelius is going to advance, and that, that's very sad for a, a hero of the Battle of Yavin. Although he had to deuce out because his X-Wing got messed up. It's not, not <laughs> fair to him. <laughs> There's only one of three to survive, so <laughs> one of four. I mean that that that's Snap's oh. stepdaddy, man. I
2: would I would say though, um if if this weren't like a normal fight, uh, uh, Wedge and Tillies would probably have the plot armor.
0: And 100%. If it was in the sky, like ship to ship, like it's wedges fight. But I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think we can do the ship thing because it doesn't apply to every person. Yep. Uh, the the pilot thing is such a, a specific certain <laughs> characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so okay, Gareth moving on. So we're going to round four. wow uh, And this this is the 15 seed, Kanan Jarrus, uh, which I believe my is man. one of blue blues guys, right? That's my man. Versus the number six seed, Darth Nihilus. Oh, God damn it. Darth Nihilus, <laughs> he fucking destroys him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> when I when I saw that matchup, I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that sucks.
2: Like, yeah. Kanan Jars deserved to go further, but against Darth Nihilus, are you freaking kidding me? The guy was barely able to hold his own and fucking, even talking to the Bendu. Like, yeah. He's he's fucking gone. Nihilus just goes and he's gone. He's out. <laughs> yo, Nihilus yo. just walks through him. He doesn't even fucking fight. He never even turns on his lightsaber. He just and that's it. He's gone.
0: What's that noise that he's making? Oh,
2: that's the that's the that's the sound of the force being sucked out of him. He's getting he's getting sucked. <laughs> what what? He's getting that's, sucked. That's what Darth Nihilus does. He sucks the force so, right out of you. I'm still, so con- I'm still so confused. Why are you confused? It's a very easy process. You
0: just yes. suck them, and then it, that's it. It's gone. You have no more force, and you're dead.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: like, I, I played that game once or twice, but I, I guess I, I remember it differently. <laughs> well, what did you think he was doing when I he sucked I I the just, entire I, planet? I just think Darth Nihilus is a, a cool-looking guy that that dies. So. No? <laughs> <laughs>
2: he was, he was one of the the most powerful like Force users and abusers, because he ended up um, becoming basically like a Force vampire, like an anomaly, a black hole in the Force, and uh, he he was basically able to suck um, like a like a vampire, just suck the life the Force out of planets uh, at his at his most powerful. He just
0: suck it right up. He drinks your milkshake. He drinks it up, basically. But how, did, how does? Ref- I haven't played Kotor two in forever. How does he? How does he finally die? Spoilers.
2: Oh, so <laughs> the the hero, I forget the hero's name, but the hero is also that same kind of anomaly, and he basically um, uses this like bomb, which converts. It's supposed to like it was supposed to save him. Because the, the, the force-eating power was going to destroy him, himself. Because like they, they both have the same power, right? They could suck the force out of people. So basically, it was going to eat him alive. So instead, he blew the bomb up as Darth Nihilus was basically sucking like force out of things. And then the influx of power coming into him, because it, he basically cured him and himself... Nihilus sucked all this energy into him and expl- just exploded and died, just like basically fried himself on force energy. So, oh.
0: yeah,
3: gotcha. And that's, and that's what it says on Wikipedia.
0: Okay, right on. All right, poor, poor Canon Yeah, uh, yeah. He goes. Gets... All right, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to round five. Uh, this is moving faster than I expected, and we have uh, the 14 seed Dinjarin versus the 7 seed rom coda Ooh. <laughs> oh man this is a good one it's a good one for sure this is a good uh, one i mean I, I once again this is sort of like like danny pulled deep when he picked this thing so i mean din's a din's a tough mother trucker you know what i mean yeah. and he does have the best guard which helps against like any lightsaber action. Uh, you know, if I want I guess, like yes, say he is like his best car, like you know, spear and thing too. So like he can he can go up against, but I haven't we haven't really seen him like go mono a mono versus like a Jedi yet, you know? And this is a Jedi
3: master, a Jedi yeah. general, and not just that, this is a gravelly, grizzled, just hard life Jedi master. This yeah. is a guy who doesn't trust anybody including the republic you know when when the clone war started he didn't even want any clone troopers because he just didn't trust them so like this is a, a battle savvy this is a guy who's a, a battle commander a general he knows his way around a battlefield he knows his way around some commanding some troops he leads in the front i think this dude takes it to din jargon i think yeah maybe saber to saber when you're talking about din and and uh, Moth Gideon, two non-force users swinging around some some light sticks. Um, yeah, he stands a chance. He does have the tactical prowess, but I think when you start mixing in force powers, Diz never faced any force powers. The the sight of force powers confuse him with his magic and sorcery. It, it makes him dumbfounded and just speechless. It turns him into a caveman.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm giving this. I'm giving this to General Coda. I mean, the the only way that I was even thinking the like Dinjar and like A, he would have to be a dirty motherfucker and just like get that first kill strike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, but Din like is, come I'm up and say, like Din is dirty. Go, go to shake go to shake hands and then just like knife to the neck. You know what I mean? And that in that case, it also needs to be old Jedi Master Ram Coda, not yeah. like Fresh from like, the it, trenches of like his yeah. home world, Rom Koda. Uh, <laughs> the only other way is if his evil little monster that pals around with him all the time, like negates the Jedi stuff. If <laughs> Grogu's oh. just like in his little sack and just like floats him like a mud horn. So oh. the thing can like get oh, a kill
3: General Koda can handle the wee little murder fucking child. No, he's not just letting some infant float him across the room. Like yeah. no, no
0: way. Well, I, even with I, I think he he would underestimate Grogu and not like take him seriously. And then Grogu because he's basically a toddler even though he's 50. He's sort of like uh that guy from the Girls Gone Wild videos. Just a monster. <laughs> uh and like but but o- honestly all those as much things as he I said, hate Grogu, he's not a rapist. <laughs> you're you're correct. Hey, Danny says something nice about the child. Um uh i just i thought that was a funny joke danny 100 percent, i agree with you i think that that Kodo is beating dinjar like i said i was trying to think of ways but even with all that stuff i i just res, as as much as i don't know a terrible lot about the character i respect him enough to be like i i think despite the dirty play despite maybe even the grogu involvement that uh the, yeah, that he wins. I agree with you. I, I don't even. Yeah, I'm sure Blue's in the same boat.
1: Like, oh yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I'm gonna so. put that as my ringtone. Be <laughs> <Me> saying that. <laughs> yeah, that you agree with me. <laughs> no, you, you need to. You need to have your ringtone. I agree with you often. Don't be silly. <laughs> um, I agree. I agree with you about the important things. It's just with the geek stuff that we disagree sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I also agree, Grogu is not a rapist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's our next going. shirt. <laughs> oh
3: my god.
0: No. no. <laughs>
3: Roman, draw that up.
0: <laughs> Please no, Roman. <laughs> I I will put you at front load for the rest of your life if you draw that shirt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Ram Koda moving on from round five, which takes us. To round six. And I don't know why the, the rounds are mad at us where we have to battle ourselves. But this is the number 12 seed, Pelley And this is a great matchup. Versus the number nine seed, Wicket W. Warwick. Take it away, Blue. <laughs> oh, Wicket. All the way. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, I, I love Pelley. She's,
2: she's great. She tried to date him. She absolutely would. She would be completely enamored. And he would be like, I mean, yeah. If you're down for some of this fuzzy bear dick, like, let's go. <laughs> and then he'd bone her, and then he'd hit it and quit it. That's that's the kind of guy Wicked is.
0: But what if, what if like, all of a sudden she pours on, like, the Jawa charm, and, like, Wicked's like, E-chuta! And then, like, Pelimata, like, sex strangles him. Oh, no. She's not that kind. <laughs> oh, yeah? You're so certain?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm super certain. I'm,
3: I'm, with, I'm with blue on that one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, she's not that kind. Just <laughs> she's be... not.
3: She's not. Uh, what's her face from Goldeneye? She's, yeah, she's... she's not. She's not thigh squeezing <laughs> anybody to death.
2: Yeah, she's. She's smart. You know what I mean? She wouldn't. She would do her best to survive, and that's it. Like, she would recognize the fact that she would have heard the tales of fucking the uh, the Ewoks and what they did, and she'd be like, Mm-mm, nope, not fucking around with that. I mean, I'll f- I'll fuck around with that, but I'm not fucking around with that. So. <laughs> Oh
0: yeah, that's what I think would happen. <laughs> oh, it's great. I I just I saw the like Pelly motto, I didn't think she was going anywhere in uh, in this competition, but I was like, oh man, of all the people to go up against, this one's interesting. Yeah. I think uh, I think she doesn't even want to fight. She just wants to fuck. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> like that's this one. That's our this... right there. <laughs> and she's just like, hey. Give me, give me some of that walk. I want, I want some of that walk right now. Mm-hmm. Walk, walk this way. Walk this way. Talk this Echuta, walk this way. <laughs> that could be the shirt to walk you this go. way. Yeah. He walk this way. You want a nub
3: <laughs>
1: nub? No.
0: E walking, e walking for nub in all the wrong places. He walking for nub. <laughs> <laughs> I walk, Ewok- in ponub, nub. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Pelly, with your yep. uh, with the Richard Simmons wig. Uh saw, saw about your damn look. I saw a couple really great uh, Pelemata like cosplayers at a celebration.
2: Yeah, they there, had some good ones.
0: Yeah, there was an adult and then there was a child, and that was it was pretty great. I think me and Blue saw the child, the, yeah. not the Grogu, but the the oh. youngling as a uh, Mata. Mm. So. Yeah, all right, so we're going to move on to round seven. And round seven is the, oh, fuck, this is a good one. Number 16 seed, Count Dooku of Sereno versus the number five seed, Obi-Wan Kenobi.
3: Yeah, this is a main
0: event fight.
3: What are we that doing the in the
0: fight. opening rounds? This this is a main, yeah, just a generator, man. Generator don't care about names. It just generates.
3: Oh, like. <laughs> I don't know which Obi-Wan that you're picking, but he does, he's never had a chance against the Master Count
0: Dooku. See, I, I, just because you, you get one, well, two examples, I suppose. Uh, but the, you've got all the battle stuff going on over Coruscant for that second example. I don't know, because Obi-Wan squares off against Dooku in the Clone Wars and does quite fucking well for himself.
3: He does does quite well, and and, and Obi Wan is a formidable, well taught Jedi master.
2: He's also young but, at that point, and uh... but it doesn't matter because
3: Obi Wan believes in the Jedi code, and he's never going to reach the point where he's going to want to kill. If if I'm and he a, needs to kill Dooku
0: to stop him. If I'm really if I'm really pitting him, I am one hundred percent. Taken ben kenobi in the desert versus count dooku because as as formidable he was in his prime his his view on things he's the guy that he doesn't tell luke like oh you need to go talk to your dad and like figure out and like you know cook some s'mores and everything will be fine he's like you need to end him like he's, nope. he's come <laughs> to that realization that that ending counts and the only reason he doesn't and Vader is cuz of the events are going on he's already done his communing with Qui-Gon he realizes that he'll he'll push along the agenda but if the story was different and dooku survives and ends up like stuck somewhere and all of a sudden coming up against old man Obi-Wan i don't think he even thinks twice and he doesn't show him no sympathy like freaking Darth Maul on the sands of Tatooine i think he's just like fuck you old man like he remembers him cutting off his padawan's hand like He remembers him like chucking, him being chucked against the wall and like passing out. You're giving
3: Hermit Ben Kenobi too much credit because we've even seen recently he's still like, you got to control your rage. You know, Jedi's don't kill. Like he is still by the book and he never told Luke, you have to kill Vader.
0: He He does Luke. No, he doesn't. He tells him he needs to end him, And if he doesn't, then they fail. He's very clear on that. Yeah, but ending doesn't necessarily mean kill. Oh, yeah, it uh, Yeah, it does. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> no. What are you, in the it, mafia? Hey, go take care of that
0: guy. No, he was. He was in the Jedi mafia. 100% he, he was telling Luke he had to kill his father. He didn't no. see any sort of redemption, and that's because uh, whatever goes on, and hopefully what we see in this Obi-Wan Kenobi show. I'm, I'm just saying, when it comes to Count Dooku of Serenno, that, that he's like, yeah, he doesn't have any function. He knows that it's a fight to the death.
1: Yeah. And, and he's not going to show Dooku mercy. Dooku is
3: taking it. Count Obi-Wan is not in the level of force mastery that is Count Dooku. Not only does he know the light side, he's mastered the dark side as well. He is on a higher echelon of not only force powers, but he's also a better duelist. He is a better swordsman than Obi-Wan Kenobi. He does not have a chance. This is master versus apprentice. There's no way Obi-Wan even... Hold his own.
0: This is this is not master versus apprentice because I just told you uh, I, I picked yeah, Jedi, true Jedi master Obi Wan Kenobi,
3: and he still doesn't have a chance.
0: I, I think one hundred percent he has a chance. A man the- who's so so brave that he gets close to the great dragon so he can imitate it. You know what I mean? Who lives amongst the sand people and doesn't doesn't even think twice about it. Them formidable indigenous tatooinians. like I Obi Wan. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a battle. And I think Count Dooku throws everything he has, but I think he's just so damn patient and been bored with his life that he's like, Is okay, is that what you got? Cool. And the and the real truth is that uh one's a little bit less old and, and wins. I think uh he does some fancy samurai flourish and then it's over and they just like you dead, old man.
3: I, I sorry, disagree. About, sorry I think, about that. I think you're I think you're just hyping up Obi-Wan because you love Obi-Wan. I don't, I, this, you're on, looking I, through this through rose-colored eyes.
0: I do love Obi-Wan, level. but I don't think Dooku is as badass as you do. So. <laughs> but he is, though.
3: But he, and if but this was not. non-partial, if this is a non-partial decision, Dooku takes this fight. Oh, Obi-Wan this has, is, will never yeah. reach the level of fucking swordsmanship. Or
0: force connection that Dooku has. I I don't agree because Obi Wan learned fucking swordplay from Dooku's apprentice. Yes, exactly. Like, so, so he learned no, it from the student. Student. He didn't the, learn it from the master. The students often surpass masters. We just never got to see Qui Gon versus Dooku on the screen. So don't give me that Unfo- shit.
3: Unfortunately. Yeah,
0: masters don't always get to be better than like the people that move on. They just no. the lessons continue. Like you can go to fucking all sorts of samurai shit and see plenty of examples. So that that, as you like to say, that dog don't pick flowers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I but, just uh, think that you're 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 giving desert Obi Wan someone who's disconnected
0: well, from the Force. But someone... not, but I'm I'm literally picking Hermit Ben. I'm yeah. not picking Obi Wan from the fucking show. I In know any way, not. shape, or form. So he's not disconnected from the Force. He's fucking mastered the Force to the point where he knows he's going to turn into a, a blue hologram ghost when it's done. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> He's going he's he's to turn into CGI. He's he's reached a level of zen that I think counters freaking the rage and passion of Dooku. Like, you're literally talking like somebody who has reached that like, pinnacle where like... You know, Yoda lets his force just like freaking lean up against a log like in Dagobah because he's like, Yeah, man, like you, you did some <laughs> shit. You know what I
1: mean? Yoda's like, to get a too. Ooh, ooh.
0: So, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's a good fight, but I think because I believe in the powers of good, I think Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan wins the battle in the end. But that's. And that's, I believe in the battle of skill, and that's why I give this contest I, I, to Dooku. No, I think the, the skill argument is just because you like Dooku more. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Actually, All right, no, I... Blue, it's very clear that me and Danny are not going to be swayed from our positions. So it comes to you, sir.
2: All right. So it looks like I'm going to have to be the nerd here. Um, so here's the deal. Um, everything that Danny said is very true. Uh, Count Dooku is boasted to be one of the best um duelists with a lightsaber like ever. Uh, the only person that he's ever fought to a standstill was Yoda. Uh, to the point where Dooku was like the main lightsaber trainer for the Jedi. Like, period. He was the dude. Um, because Master Yoda was busy doing other shit. So he... Master Yoda also, by the way, hated the fact that he had that curved lightsaber... <laughs> um, didn't like it because he thought it was cheating. Uh, and that's because Dooku was able to use the curve to kind of faint and basically checkmate his opponents uh, whenever he would fight. Uh, in his prime, Dooku was absolutely ridiculous. Once he kind of got disillusioned with the, uh, with the Jedi and the Republic, uh, as a matter of fact, and kind of joined Sidious, uh, he turned his studies, he said, I already mastered the blade. So he turned his studies to start mastering the Force, um, and he did really fucking well, mastering Force Lightning really fucking fast, like really quick, and uh, you know, gaining other powers in the dark side. But even to the point of never even succumbing to the dark side, to the point where he had, you know, you saw how the use of the dark side powers warped and and mangled uh, Darth Sidious's body. Um, As soon as he started using lightning, the force lightning at all. Um, And Dooku was so powerful in that force power that he used the lightning and never, nothing, absolutely nothing happened to the dude. And it was much more, not because he was just channeling the dark side of the force, but he was also just channeling the light side. He was much more like in between, which is why I think this fight um, is really interesting because uh, I think that especially the Obi-Wan that we see when he is the hermit, hermit Obi-Wan, that's exactly what he does. Uh, He naturally kind of would get mad. He was not always fully in control. And sometimes, uh, like against his fight with um, uh, Darth Maul, Darth Maul was, at the time, actually a better fighter, period. He was however he got surprised because when obi-wan got mad obi-wan happens to have a natural like you you know they they always have that difference between somebody who's a natural genius and somebody who is very well trained and puts in the work and practices well there you go darth maul was somebody who practices 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 and Unfortunately for him, he went up against somebody who not only practices, 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 but happened to be a natural genius too. So taking some of those moves the, and the aggression that he saw Darth Maul using against Qui-Gon, he was able to overpower him, cut him in half. Now, with that in mind, I think the being so jaded in his old age, um, I think that Ben Kenobi has essentially reach the same point as Dooku, which then takes it down to experience as in like, how much has each done? Right? So I feel like the fact that Dooku kind of went back to his own place, he stopped fighting with the Jedi, stopped gaining that experience, and just kind of really tried to work on you know, oh, I'm gonna try this shit and do these things and and really focused down on the Force, which was good, but he was losing out on more practical battle experience. And I think the thing, I'm going to give it to, to Ben Kenobi, but only because Count Dooku is very arrogant. And I think in his arrogance, that would be the only one thing he would, the moment that he underestimates Ben is the moment that he dies. And he would underestimate him... Because he would notice that he is technically better, and in that moment is where he fails and fucks up. And Kenobi is very good at fucking capitalizing on that shit, and he would do it.
0: Wow, that was well said, Blue. I was, like, literally convinced I was going to lose the whole time, but it was well said. I was like, oh, shit, I can't argue with this. This was well brought up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he surprised me at the end. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's the that's that's dooku's one thing because dooku is uh,
0: my second favorite sith all right uh, yep. so there there we have it uh surprise i think to all of us uh obi-wan kenobi advancing round seven old man kenobi advancing i 100 percent, daddy if we were doing uh you know general kenobi from the from the clone wars as much as i he's done well against dooku in some of the fights uh, yeah i think i think dooku ends up Ends up taking him out, which is why I didn't pick that level of him, uh, for the record. Uh, You know, I was thinking this... I know we're supposed to get back in the balance, but this really weird. Like, the first time we see on screen the fight, like, the reason Ben doesn't even get a chance to, like, fight against him is because Anakin rushes in headlong. And he's, like, more worried about his Padawan than, like, he is about, like, the situation at hand. Um, And then... Like, the second time, like, he just sort of gets taken out real fast. Like, Dooku realizes, like, oh, I don't want to mess with him. He gets thrown against the wall. And then Anakin rushes in again, and Dooku underestimates him because yep. he already beat him so handily. <laughs> see what yeah. I did there? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, ends up getting executed, like, right there in front of Palpatine because of exactly what Blue was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I was gonna try to use something like that as my last ditch effort to have Kenobi win. So thank you, Blue, for saying it much more eloquently. I also feel like
2: because it was right there in front of the Emperor, I also kind of feel like the Emperor had a small hand in that. But that's my okay. own that's my own headcanon.
0: Yeah. I, I have the All same right. headcanon. I, I never even considered it, but I I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. All right cool so moving past round seven Obi-Wan old man Obi-Wan Kenobi out we'll be very clear because I picked him I think I have to stay there Mm -hmm. uh, to round eight which is uh, (laughs) it's interesting it's the number 13 scene Asajj Ventress versus the number eight scene Mithruandu Grand Admiral Thrawn
1: ooh
0: yeah (laughs) that's cool i know yeah (laughs) Yeah, fuck you you never knew you wanted it but god it's happening um i'll go first i'll i I know danny's got that so i 100 percent uh respect ventress although like on like the level of like sith ability like i I put it trained by dooku we'll give her that right um, Thrawn just he's like this weird misnomer, and I don't know if that's the right word to use, but Thrawn would not go into this fight unprepared. He would know every single fucking thing about her. Like, straight from like the witches of Dathomir to to the, the sisters and the brothers. Like he would know her history, he would know about Dooku. He would he would know like her caloric intake for the fucking day. Like And he would he'd be battling against his freaking robot like that are fighting just like her so he can like get stuff. And he's going to be trying to figure out like, oh, she's got them lightsabers. Like, how do I do this? So I think he comes into this fight very, very prepared. And uh, I don't think it's beyond him to like tip the scales in his favor where like she may have like the better, like, you know, strength and agility of the fight. But where like before the fight even happens, it's all fucking set up for him to advance to the next round. And like when it goes down, everybody's just like, "That was cold and calculated and dirty." And he's like, "I wanted to win, you know? Like, like what what other choice was there? This is only logical." You know, like, he's very Spock like in the Star Wars universe that way. So like, well, wow. I think like on a, a muscle per muscle with no preparation, uh, it'd be it'd be a great. That's that's why I think Thrawn would stand a chance. Like, and when it's all done, you just say, you a cold mother. Even Mace Windu's like, that's one bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's what I have to say. Danny?
3: If this was muscle for muscle, definitely a size of Because oh, I yeah. think on the level of not giving a fuck, they're both on the same level. Oh, yeah. This is hard for me because I give a lot of points to kind of, like, battle awareness and battle awareness and presence, and you can't really beat Thrawn in that. And you said it best, is he's coming in this so prepared that not only does he have her whole family hostage, like, he's holding (laughs) Dathomir with a fucking nuke, like, Thrawn will do anything to win for the sheer arrogance. Now can Asajj Ventress use that arrogance against them she probably could but she also doesn't have the history of doing that because she's very so much still at an apprentice level and very hot-headed um i think if she was able to catch him off guard or throw him off balance by maybe sacrificing her family members (laughs) i think she could take this but it really comes down to the level of who gives the less fucks of
0: collateral damage Right. I th- Like, literally, I could see, like, you know, they come in, and, like, she's ready. She's like, whatever, I've got this. She's confident. And he, like, tosses a toy that she played with as a little girl, like, at her feet. And she, like, looks down and is like, what is this? And he just, like, says whatever clever-ass shit he says. And <laughs> while she's just, like, looking at it, like, what the fuck? Like, what? Like, it's over. He shot her. And she's dead, you know what I mean? Like, completely unaware and he's just like sorry, I had to, you know, not even sorry I had to do that, but it's just like nah, necessi- Your demise was necessitated by my advancement. <laughs> <laughs> As the last of your species, I will mourn your history. <laughs> She's not the last of your species, though. But uh, I, I don't like. The, I don't really know the current status of all the witches of Dathomir. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure like they're all dead and ghosts, right? Yeah, like, no, there,
3: there's there's one more in the the game. The fallen order, or whatever. Okay, so there's 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 like a couple more.
1: Okay. Um, she's
0: okay. Got. Yeah. Right on. I I we're at the we're like three hours into the twelve hour gameplay video. Me and Ty and I'm watching it with him, so I haven't gotten to that point. So all right, well spoilers. Sorry. It's okay. No, it's um, okay. I I know a lot about the story, including like the ending, so I'm I mean, enjoying it. Off off topic, she's my favorite character of that game. I can care less about anybody else, including the fucking
3: protagonist. I,
0: Okay. Wow, all right. Yeah. Um,
3: all right. So, uh, so, so what, what do we think? I'm uh, just cause I she's my pick. I'm backing my pick out of sheer loyalty. So I'm going to Saj on this. One. Okay. Ow.
0: Did
2: you not hear what I just said? Blue? <laughs> he, oh, he, I heard he, you. I'm just like how? How? Danny is so?
0: literally saying he's he's not gonna have Sui Choi lose because he didn't pick him, and <laughs> he's gonna leave it to you, Blue. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay. Alright, cool. Well, uh yeah,
2: Thrawn, like all the way. For <laughs> all of the reasons that you guys just said, like this is a this is not the type of fight where we're just putting it like oh like unprepared. Like if you're gonna use Batman, you're gonna use Batman at his fullest, right? And it's right. the same for Thrawn. If you're gonna use Thrawn, you're gonna use him at his at his best. And at his best is exactly how Joe said. He's gonna throw a little toy at her. She's gonna be like, What the fuck? Her parents are going to fall down on wires. She's going to be like, what the fuck? And then she's not even (laughs) going to notice that she's already dead. And that's it.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. There we go. Round eight. Grand Admiral Thrawn, Mithruandu advancing further into the torment. So we're to round nine. Uh, which is the number 18 seed, the very bottom. Misa Nosa Nosa, what the use of saying? Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> y- yes, friends. Blue picked Jar Jar. Not Just to be clear, not Darth Jar Jar. Just Jar Jar Binks as we know him from canon. Uh, versus <laughs> the number two seed, my main man cousin Chewbacca. Sorry. So we have advanced we have advanced. Loses next, wait. No, he doesn't. He fucking wait, 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 kills wait. that fucking he does. Jar Jar got a buy. That's the way the generator did it. Isn't that fucking strange? Both the 18 and 17 got buys and they Bro, made We the... we killed off some heavy hitters. I I like I said, I told you the bracket was weird and we chose to go with it. I'm not like Our I'm not... friendship was on the line over Dooku and
3: Obi-Wan and fucking Jar Jar got a buy?
0: Yes, dude. <laughs> that's the way Challenge decided to fuck with us. I am sorry. <laughs> I didn't oh, say it was man. a I think traditional. I got some extra
3: grays right now in my hair. Oh shit!
0: <laughs> it's not a. It's that's how it broke it down. It didn't do it the other two times we did. So i uh-huh. um, just uh-huh. and we said we were gonna go with that. I told you that the heavy hitters were going first. We well, you just I already didn't... know
3: I'm the tiebreaker in this one, and I already know Chewbacca is gonna chew him up. So Blue, win me. Use those poetic words that you do and win me over.
2: Okay. Are, are you guys ready to be won over? No. No. Well, Joe's going to be stubborn about it, and that's fine. Whatever. No, I but,
0: honestly, if I did... Th- but I, you're going to spin some bullshit, but I, I know who Jar Jar is. I'm not going to spin is. any
2: bullshit. This is not bullshit. This is canon <laughs> to what we've seen. So the, the thing about Jar Jar is that you can't beat Jar Jar. And the reason why you can't beat Jar Jar is because Jar Jar is basically to their galaxy what the Bendu is to the Force. He is the ultimate neutral party. Yes, he tries to be good, but there's a lot of things that he does that end up being bad. He is a balancing force in the galaxy. And what do I mean by that? So we see Jar Jar helps out uh, the good guys. He does a bunch of things. He wins the big battle. Doesn't get hurt. He just gets through the battle fucking fumbles and tumbles his way through the entire thing, destroys a bunch of machines. Everybody's like, what the fuck is going on? How is this guy getting there? This is ridiculous. Becomes a senator and then basically gives the power to Darth Sidious Palpatine himself and essentially helps the entire empire get formed, uh, which is very unfortunate uh, for the rest of everybody involved. But that's what happened. Um, the forces that kind of guide Jar Jar through everything, I think it's the fact of his innocence that really um, kind of powers it home. He is not a force of good or evil. He is a force of balance. And I think with everything that kind of happens between um, him befriending uh, uh, Padme and then being a, a big annoyance basically to his bosses and and the Jedi themselves, I mean if you really look at not only from a and I'm, I'm taking this also from like the comic books as well um, a lot of people like to to point out oh he used the lightsaber and so he's force sensitive I don't think he's force sensitive I don't think he's force sensitive at all. I think um, the force kind of uses his innocence to help him out and to be a... Basically, he's like a catalyst, a catalyst of change. When something needs to go and be balanced in a certain way, Jar Jar always finds himself there, whether it be from a a bumble, a stumble, a trip. uh, You can call it what you want, like maybe fate, whatever, but we know from canon that the Force moves through everything. We know from canon that the Force... Um, does its best to go and find its balance. From what the Bendu was speaking of, um, to when we see the two forces of the light side and the dark side in the children of, of um, oh, I can't remember the name of those grand beings, but you have you have that light side lady and then her brother who is a dark side.
0: Even mortis, there, the Mortis, yeah. the Mortis, the father, the the daughter, daughter and the, the son. son. Yes. Yeah.
2: So even with them, you you see things trying to find a balance. And I don't think Jar Jar is going to even... He's going to be scared. He's going to be running away. He's going to be freaking out. Uh, Chewbacca's going to be like, this is fucking ridiculous. Thinking in his head, he's going to shoot. Jar Jar is going to fall. It's going to hit something. And I don't even think, because Chewbacca is such a good person at heart, Chewbacca might even pull a couple of his punches, might even pull a couple of the shots, and it's going to lead to his detriment because he's going to realize Chewbacca's not an idiot. Um, he's very intelligent. I mean, he's a fucking engineer. He's been alive for 200 years. The dude is is fucking, he's primed. He's awesome. But because of that, Jar Jar, in just his, his normal goings through and, and moving around, is just going to be like, Oh, I can't fight this guy. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose. And then, unfortunately, Chewbacca knocks himself out. In the end, so
0: a you're assuming that the Force has an interest in Jar Jar winning this fight. Okay, he's neutral, but you're you're suggesting that the Force is is picking outcomes for him. Here's what I will have to say. No. No, hold on. No, I'm still I fucking agree. talking. You are. But, <laughs> but, excuse you. We're talking about my main man cousin Chewbacca. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get heated. My main man cousin Chewbacca, being 200 years old, is well aware of the galactic politics that led to the enslavement of his homeworld.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With that being said, before the galactic empire, that wasn't a worry. The Wookiees were doing their things, they are fighting Trandoshans, they are creating things out of wood wonderfully. I believe that Chewbacca would be well aware of one acting senator from Naboo making a vote to give the chancellor supreme powers and know how all that shit fucking curmudgeoned and turned into a giant turd that ended up with his fucking dad and his wife and his kid all fucking enslaved and separated. And I think the second that Chewbacca has a chance to put his meaty paws on that fucking Gungan, well, actually, I like Charger very much, but I think when <laughs> Chewbacca gets, gets, the, uh, gets that chance, neutral party or no, unless the Force has a distinct, like, you know, needs him around, and I'm, I'm pretty sure the Force was done with him after he made that vote, because he ends up a fucking... Comedic clown juggler on the streets of Naboo, where everybody hates and despises him. There's there's no interest. It's fucking Chewbacca for the justice of his family, killing the Gungan. And yes, Chewbacca's a good dude, but but given the right reasons, especially when honor and loyalty and family are on the line, you're getting killed. And that's all I'll say. I I think uh, with all that stuff, there's no way Chewbacca's fucking killing him. Like if if he if he dies, he's fucking haunting that Gunga forever. Where Jar Jar ain't getting shit done because it's all all the time. (laughs) So
2: I'm saying. And I gotta say, there you go. You just proved why he loses because he's going up against this guy, who had no idea what he was doing, an innocent. He's going up against an innocent, and the the universe itself is gonna fall into place for this poor dude because yes, he was on Naboo being. A clown being despised—it's all part of that balance, man. And then he's—he's he's gonna fall. I and disagree, it's not 100%. like I said—it's not gonna be—it's not gonna be grand. It's not gonna be that that Jar Jar actually beats him. It's gonna be something stupid and something lousy and something dumb. He's gonna fall fall into a pit and get out, and then Jar Jar's just gonna be gone. And it's like, well, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And unfortunately, Jar Jar always survives. He always he, survives.
0: No, he dies. He dead. So the always survival
3: part is hard to digest because Chewie also
0: always survives. Yeah, that's also unless true. We, unless we go with the comics and his death is epic. <laughs> died. I thought I thought that was retconned. Oh, no, yeah, it's gone. That's what I said, unless oh, you yeah, go, it's like, gone, yeah. well, yeah, that's, that's no longer in, like, the yeah, current no canon. Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Which like, is sort that, of sad, because it was, what a way to go. It was a way to go. But, like,
3: <laughs> so, like, the argument that he always survives is kind of mute, because so does Chewie. Now, the biggest flaw for Chewbacca is his empathy. He's a very empathetic creature to the point where he even went fucking vegan in one movie because he saw the faces of his food and he no longer decided to chew on pork, yeah like and adopting the entire weird. family
0: to the detriment of the ship, so like so it's still being there... fucked with on galaxy's edge <laughs> <laughs> there's pork nests all over that fucker, <laughs> so
3: like is there a scenario where everything you've said is true where Chewie's pissed. He wants revenge for the enslavement of not just his family, but of his people and himself. But looking at Jar Jar, is there going to be a point where he just feels like, fuck, this dude's pathetic. Like there's no way this one dude is, could, could be held responsible for what he's done. And that's my gripe. That's my difficulty right now is like, how much is Chewie's empathy is going to be his downfall?
0: We saw and it. So Chewie, I would I would say Chewie has to kill him fast. You know what I mean? We huh. like, saw it. See, and Charger says, me so sorry for the enslavement of your people. And Chewie's just like, motherfucker. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, cl- claws out, it's done. Charger, X's for eyes, lying on the ground. He can't so, do it. So silent, Jaja,
2: You You gone. He can't do it because we saw him already fail at doing trying to do exactly that. What, he shoots Ben in the stomach, because he shoots Ben,
0: <laughs> he shoots ben in the I, stomach. I think, I think you're ascribing way too much to that. Nah, it just he he underestimated. He's not a bad the, shot. Anybody who gets shoved in the stomach like that should have been done, <laughs> especially with a bowcaster. So I think that's an argument towards the strength of uh, of Kylo versus yeah, I, uh, the the empathy of Chewie. I, I agree with Joe on that statement regarding yeah. Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, if they give him more story
3: to that regard, anybody first off, anybody who says he should have just shot him in the head, underestimate the difficulty of a fucking headshot.
1: Yeah, so that's, you're that's not right. An argument.
3: You're, that's true. That you're, true. You're right. One hundred percent, Daddy. You're, you're <laughs> fucking trying to shoot. 600
0: meters from a fucking quarter like get the Wait. fuck out of here like that's when, not when you're our... right when you're in the military they definitely tell you to aim for center mass first and then you yeah. get you get a pot shot up just in case yeah <laughs> 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 and even snipers aren't actually trained for like headshots they're they're more trained for like jugular shots yes yeah. you t-zone you, you yeah. make the larger yeah you aim yeah. for the lungs or the heart so, like, all the snipers that have done like the headshots and like that that's like, you know, from a book suppository uh, sniper. <laughs> oh, not suppository. like not like a highly no. trained like military sniper. So yeah. Yeah. So, no, it, I, I mean, I you make a good argument, Blue, but you don't you don't sway me to think it I don't think the force is keeping it. But here's the thing, it is only thing, Joey. I think here's it's
2: only thing. because it was against Chewbacca. Had it been anybody else, you'd have been fine with it.
3: He doesn't need to sway you though. Because you're not the deciding vote. Oh, I know. I
0: know it's your decision. It's your decision. Make me hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: only because it's Chewbacca, which is unfortunate for Jar Jar, but I really think Jar Jar would take it home. Because even in his death in the legends in the book,
0: it's his empathy that kills him. Uh, well, he's saving other people. Yeah. Exactly. But I, now, don't, I don't... I don't think he cares about Jared here, but I what, just tell me who wins, Danny, and let's move on. Oh, We're good, already good. over uh, Chewy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's he, Blue put up a very good case. Yes, I literally just, I will give you this Blue. I had to find a way to get past Chewy's empathy. Which is which is where I I pull on the history of like Kashik and like and Jar Jar. I don't think he's I think he he did a very bad thing for innocent reasons. But mm-hmm. and like yeah.
3: and like yeah he could be clumsy and things will happen to Chewy around Jar Jar. But you have to drop a literal fucking safe on Chewy to knock him down. Like if he hits like falls in a pit or like a boulder hits him like he's gonna get back like, up.
2: Well, like, yeah, but that's the thing is that it doesn't it doesn't have to like knock him down. It all it has to do is slow him down for a second, and Jar Jar get just gets away. But he can I, get I,
3: away. But this isn't a getaway fight because like <laughs> Asajj Ventress would probably have won that one. But like this is as we determine, a fight to the death, mm-hmm. and I just don't see that Jar Jar has the instincts in him to kill. Chewy because Jar Jar is also in himself a very empathetic
2: creature. He didn't have the freaking instincts to destroy an entire fucking army fleet, but it happened. Yeah, exactly. Yes, by it happened.
0: Exactly. He but powered was it down. By I, he powered down. I don't down describe a battle greater, but was it yeah, by, There's no greater motive of the galaxy. I just think he's lucky until he's not. I, just, I disagree. And I plus, disagree. like,
3: yeah. He's not really defeatable, but life pretty much defeated Jar Jar. There's
2: just there's just too many things that he's gone through, from even being able to wield a saber at all, like in the comics, like no. But like it's, it's I don't think he like I said I don't think he's force sensitive like a lot no, of people no. are and trying I, to I, you know. like
3: he's a beacon through which the force uses to balance out the the the, the world or whatever the universe yeah. I get that. But you're also discounting the hardships that Chewie went through. Then, I don't yeah. think
2: I'm discounting it at all cuz it it what what it boils down to is um Chewbacca has done a lot of things He's smuggled he's done he is not like he's a neutral force but he's not exactly like an innocent force and Jar Jar is Jar Jar has no idea what he's doing I, at any point in time ever <laughs> I, I will the say dude is so in, fun, in a battle good, to the death no
0: I don't think Chewbacca kills Jar Jar. I think he just finds a way to, like, incapacitate him. Yeah. <laughs> like I, knocks, I, I think, knocks him it, unconscious, throws him in some binders, and just, like, hands him off to the authorities. I think if this was a traditional, just, like, knockout
3: fight, Jar Jar would have the upper hand. But since this is a fight to the death, I'm going to have to give it to Chewie because I just don't see a way for Jar Jar to be able to clumsily kill Chewie Without having like a fucking the Falcon literally run into him. Why wouldn't that happen? (laughs) All right,
0: so we're moving on. Chewbacca advances. That's round nine. (laughs) Chewbacca advances. Unfortunate. Are we on to round ten? Yeah. This one, I have no idea how this goes down. The seventeen seed who did get a bye, Doctor Chelly Afra, versus the number four seed Cal Scarada. Oh, bro. So, what the, the character that I know even less than Ramcotta, uh <laughs> Shelly is, she's another one of those that just, like, wins despite, like, the reasons she shouldn't. Like, on paper, while a really fun character, an awesome LGBTQ, like, representation, like, somehow evades, like, Vader. Like, she, but she's not, I don't think she's going in for, like, bare knuckle fist fight. She's, like. Figuring out every single thing that she can. It's like the, she's the one that has the Tuca cats that explode. You know what I mean? And she always has some son, sort of shenanigans or whatever. Uh, and the only way she's going to win is with those shenanigans and with, like, her planning. And her planning, which is just sometimes just zany and crazy. Because uh, Bare Knuckles, the, yeah, she's not even a match. Like, every time she wins, it's because some sort of luck on her side and just uh, her her zaniness. <laughs> like, is this your yeah. choice? Yeah, she, she Afra was my number six. Right. Uh, so like I, I mean, the real question is whether it's bare knuckle or whether she gets to like have all sorts of her gadgets and her plans and like allies and all that stuff because that's that's how so, she that gets we have
3: allies. Like we have allies. no. I mean, that's how she, won
0: the last one. That's how she gets down with everything. You know what I mean? Like what I, Like allies. Like she definitely she uses like monsters and like exploding tuka cats and all sorts of like traps and plans and she's always like got like people backstabbing each other and thinking they're working for one person another like Vader can't freaking pin her down to kill her although there are times in the comics he very much would like to you know and like if, if Vader can't pin down the archaeologist to like end her like and she talks her way out of like everything like I don't... She's just weird like that. I Bare knuckle? No. 100%. But the question is whether Dr. Cheliafra could quick-wittedness her way out of uh, the fight with a character I don't know terribly much about. There so, we go.
3: Zany and ridiculous and outrageous plans works for those who cannot main composure and and can be distraught. Kalskarada is a very patient man and he is very un what's the word i'm looking for unshookable <laughs> un- Unshook- unshakable he he's not a man that that flaunters or blinks he's, he's he he's chosen to train you know uh, clone troopers i can't remember their names right now the omega squad whatever no troopers that because he is so maintained. He is so composed. He's a man who things around him could be complete chaos and still have a complete vision of what he wants to do. He's going to be able to bypass any of the shenanigans because he will never rock his composure.
2: Mm hmm.
3: Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know much about Afro either, so it's hard for me to like find a like a battle a, like a battle it, scenario where he, they would go he would go against her but like the one thing that he I guess can like, do yeah is talk her way out of him because he's not a man that would be bs to. like he's a cold-hearted dude the moment that she's on the ground she's getting a three-sided dagger through the
0: heart like he does not the, give the three-sided dagger that he took off his father's dead body yeah like he's <laughs> He's, he, this guy is so well composed,
3: like, and he can also talk, like, he converted a two Jedi into the fucking Mandalore religion into his clan, and a bunch of clone troopers, so like, this is a guy who has charisma, I don't think he can be shook, and he's just, as a battle presence, completely composed, like, this dude's seen it all, so he's not gonna be bothered by blowing up, blowed up, cats. like, he's gonna just bypass that.
0: Well, I mean... He, he's seen it all up to The Af- only thing I will say about Aphra, and I, I don't have, really have a complete dog in this race, is like you can read in the comics all the times so where you're like, how did she get out of that? Like, <laughs> And she does. But like, in, in an arena like, where they're fighting to
3: the death, there's no real out of this because where is she going to go? Into the stands, like we're we getting some ECW shit where they're gonna be fighting. Well, in the I mean, concessions?
0: Thrawn, Thrawn got to bring uh, a Saj Ventress's like childhood doll, so like some stuff could be brought, I assume. <laughs> yeah, but not brought out. Yeah, I I, I once again, Blue, uh,
2: what was it? I mean, uh... Blue does not give a fuck. So <laughs> she, no, Aphra's really cool, like, she's really cool, she's but really cool, but I can't go off of just coolness. So, because I feel like it's it's unfair. Um yeah, I think it kind of falls into the same category as with with Jar Jar. Basically, if, if his luck isn't winning, then her luck's not winning. It's just he's more tactical, he's more calm, he's just gonna get it done and she's gonna be all like, whoa! I'm going to fucking wing it by the seat of my pants. And <laughs> as everybody knows, you, you throw somebody in who's trying to win by the seat of their pants against somebody who actually knows what they're doing, they just get fucking rocked. And it's I, bad.
0: So. I, I, I'm 100% okay with Cal Scurotto winning this fight, but I, I submit that at the end of it, the unshakable man was mildly shook by whatever <laughs> shenanigans went down in that ring, just like, what the fuck? Like, That's fair. I thought I'd seen it all, but then I met Dr. Chely Afra. And as long as you'll submit to that, I'm okay with this. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> does, does that work for you, Danny? I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take my win. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> he's just like, what in the world? <laughs> uh, he's like, just this whole fucking Wookiee fight Jar Jar Binks, and now I'm faced with this shit? Like, I, thought this, I thought this was going to be real fights. <laughs> and he's like man she's good looking and she's like I like girls. And then he's like okay you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's pretty he's pretty asexual. Okay. There we go. All right. So uh we we are finished. We've gone we've gone through all these rounds. So, we're it's sort of I mean round 1 was essentially our, our bigs fighting each other weirdly. Uh, then around two, but we're on to what, what essential would be like a third, a third session of fights where people will have to return, turn to the ring for a second go around, or maybe even a third go around in the case of, uh, some of our big bads. Uh, so round 11 is the number six seed Darth Nihilus versus the number seven seed Rom Coda. Rom Coda. At least he's not a force user, Danny. true. Yes, Rom Coda is a force user. <laughs> Oh, oh fuck! Wait, is he? He's yeah. the Jedi guy. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's
3: the he's the Jedi.
2: He's the old one, yeah.
3: Yeah, he's old. You could only see with the force because he was blinded by a lightsaber. And,
1: blinded yeah. by, you know, by the lightsaber. And,
3: and, <laughs> and, and he became a drunk, and then like he became like whatever. Um, and then he gained like disattached from the force, and then he. Learn how to attach to the force. Then he came back and became a cool guy. But
0: like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Daddy's like, I love him so much, but this isn't fair. <laughs> Wait, who is he fighting against? Darth Nihilus.
2: Oh yeah, Nihilus.
0: <laughs> You're out. Bye.
3: <laughs> At least before his death, he gets sucked.
2: It. So the the thing about Nihilus is that I need you guys to understand that it's not just the the remember that the force goes through everything. It's it's basically life. So it, it's not just a force user. Even if he wasn't a force user, like he's gonna fucking kill you. It's it, he's just gonna <sighs> fucking suck well, it out. I
0: mean, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna subscribe to this because then he just he weeds his way through the entire thing. There has there has to be something that could come up against him. There so is. Rom Rom Koda is, is <laughs> yeah, <the> detonator is <laughs>
2: the bomb. Like you have to beat him. You, he's he's a gimmick character, and he you beat him with a gimmick. He has a very strong so, weakness, and it's his gimmick. So if you can figure out the, a way... So Danny, what
0: are gimm- Rom Coda's gimmicks? He's blind. <laughs> <laughs> that's, his, that's his gimmick, is disability. <laughs>
1: yes, uh, his gimmick. Uh, yeah, no. Once this, again,
0: Roman, that is not a t-shirt.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, Roman, uh, leave that one alone. <laughs>
0: Don't go there. Um... Yeah,
3: no, Rom- there's no, there's no, as much as I love Rom Koda, there's just no way. Unlike some people in this panel, I'm able to go past my biases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He doesn't stand a chance against romkoda Rom Kota. is not the kind of guy who would suicide Vest kill himself for that. Yeah. So I just, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Nihilus, Nihilus sucks him up like a clown. All right. From outer space.
0: All right. Nihilus uh, advancing past round 11 for <laughs> Ron Koda. We knew you not well. Like, gets sucked up like Zordberg eating yep. his dinner. All right. So round 12, and this is where the generator uh, didn't know it hated me, but it hates me, uh, is uh, the number five seed, Obi-Wan Kenobi, old man Kenobi, versus the number eight seed, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Myth do, fuck. <laughs> um, I've said all the things about what uh what Thrawn would be prepared for. The question is, uh, could he shake old man Kenobi, who really like doesn't give many fucks, like short of like Luke or Leia, you know, the the one thing that's like been his driving purpose, like why he even still exists, um. I don't know Kenobi even fucking knows who he is. All of a sudden, it's just a blue guy in front of him, you know, because uh, like the way everything goes down, because as of now, we don't know if uh, Obi has any like, you know, uh, the Kanan Jarrus and like Ezra Bridger and all that stuff. Uh, I know that in the books, Mithrandu does stuff with Anakin, so he may have some idea of him early on in his career from the stuff that goes down on Batu with Anakin. But I, Obi just doesn't he doesn't even like Thrawn's just one of those you don't know what you're coming up against until you come up against him. <sighs> what what do you guys thought? Um this one go blue?
2: Yeah, you go first while I put my yeah. thoughts together.
3: Yeah, all right. So this kind of goes back to the Afra argument. Thrawn is only effective if if he can fuck you up mentally. Right? If he can throw you off your game, that's how he gets ahead is by making you misstep by getting inside your own head, whether it uses your childhood or your current family or whatever it is. He's got thrown that way. But if you can't get to you at that level, I'm like, yeah, he has a physical prowess, but he's not at the level of Old Ben. Old Ben is that fucking Ronin master, like, as we d- as established in the last fight. This guy is a one with the universe he's one with the force he's kind of mastered both swordsmanship and kind of his level even if he threw luke and leia into the situation he's kind of already okay with it it's you know like he's already like you know even when it came with luke he's like fuck it there's another one like (laughs) oh no that was yoda right yeah that was yoda anyways i just think old ben is kind of at a point of peace within himself, that you can't get him to misstep in this No You could throw the clone wars at. You could throw fucking Rex in the fucking decapitated head into the ring. Like there's just not much at this point in old Ben's life that's gonna shake him or frighten him or intimidate him enough for right. him to to miscalculate his next move. So I think that's my thought. Is I'm going with old Ben on this one. Yeah.
0: And like, yeah, Thrawn is, he's so, he's so, go ahead, Blue. (laughs) I think Blue needs more time.
2: No, Satine. Okay. I think Satine is why. he's going to
0: kill her again? I think,
2: (laughs) no, I think Satine is why he loses. I think that with all of the technology that they have, the cloning technology and everything, I think Thrawn would look back in his notes go through everything, figure it out, and be like, check it out. Here she is. With a moving, walking, he can force sense her, sense her through the forest, Satine standing there, and him, Thrawn just going, yeah, there you go. And then, bap, I think he'd get
0: <laughs> So we're saying that Thrawn just gets to bring a
2: clone in? Well, why not? Even if you brought a clone in. I think at
3: this point, like, if this was a younger Obi-Wan, I would give you that. But we're talking about Zen Master Obi-Wan, the dude who's just kind of been one with himself in the desert, the hermit.
2: By I, himself
3: in I the think think desert, he's at a this hermit. point. You just said it. I think at this point in his life, he's completely accepted the grief of his loved one.
2: No, that kind of grief never goes away, dude. You see her. It again, doesn't go away. You immediately I never said it went like, away. I just so said he accepted it. He he gets mad about it immediately, slips up. Thrawn got him. Bap.
0: Okay. Done. So okay. so here's the one thing that I'm thinking with Thrawn, right? Mm. Cold calculating guy. But mm. like everything he does has a purpose. Right? Yes. And he's he's very smart about it. Like if he if he wins a fight, it's because winning the fight moves into the next step. Knowing what he knows, I honestly think there's a world where Thrawn sees that Kenobi's on the other side and recuses himself from the fight and lets Obi-Wan advance because there's no purpose in stopping him because he's so separate from anything that Thrawn has going on. Like In fact, seeing that Kenobi could be an ally in everything that he's doing for the Chiss Ascendancy at some point, so I I wonder like is there a world where Thrawn's like no, this isn't this isn't a, a death that that moves along things I'll I'll continue my mission using other means. I mean sure, but the mission for him right now is to win. So no. But I, but I don't think Thrawn could be he wouldn't just win just for the pettiness of winning. Well, unless you, unless it's served, you know. But well, then why the is anybody in this thing
2: fucking fighting? They wouldn't fight then. <laughs> <I don't laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm on I'm, I'm blue with that
2: one. Yeah, but I I think uh, th- th- the problem with Thrawn is that Thrawn is Batman. And if you give Batman enough time, he fucking wins. That's the problem with Thrawn. Mm.
0: So, Danny,
3: you say obi wins? I'm saying obi wins because I don't think at this stage, the Obi-Wan that we've established in this competition, this Obi-Wan specifically, I don't think he could be faltered enough to lose his composure for Thron to get the upper hand. I don't think there's anything in Thron's arsenal that can unzen the Zen Master. Okay. Okay. And Blue? Uh,
2: I said Thron because he's basically Batman. Who <laughs> has?
0: <laughs> who has a coin? Really? Uh, I have a coin.
2: We could
3: do that. I would have done that with Jar Jar and fucking Chewie.
0: <laughs> but this is—they're both my guys, so I have to pick, and I honestly don't know. Okay. Like I right. I could yeah, like Blue makes a great point for Thrawn, but I also I think everything you said is correct too, Danny. So like I have to pick one and the only way I'm gonna pick one and like be at peace with it as we go forward is is a coin. Heads right. is Obi-Wan Kenobi, Tails is Grand Admiral Thrawn. Okay.
3: So you're so yours pretty much split down the middle with these two.
0: Yes. I have no idea. And neither one of you gave me a reason that swayed me the other Flip. way. But the point, <laughs> sir. Do it. I mean,
3: Blue had to pull out a dead love
0: interest from like forty years ago. <laughs> you are correct. I, I don't think the clone's happening. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know that Thrawn doesn't doesn't find something else. You know what I mean? And like the Luke and Leia of it all, you know. Yeah. Like he could he could find something, but I, I don't Kenobi he's, you know. It's an imperial. So does he trust him? You know? Yeah. I don't have a coin. That's well, why I asked if one of you guys had a coin. Oh, like I've, I've looked had, all. Oh, I literally yes, have a
2: flippy. Yes, just give flopping. me a second.
0: I would oh. literally have to leave the table and go to like have, a different I room of the house.
3: I have a quarter. I have. Okay. A quarter.
0: All, right, flip all right. So it. If you want blue to call it then? So it's, we're using my quarter. No, just. I already told you. Heads is Kenobi. Tails is Thrawn. Flip it. Right,
3: here we go. And we are at heads.
0: All right. Obi Wan finds a way to be unflapped and proceeds forward. Way there to go, go, Kenobi! There you uh,
1: go.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really 100 percent like I have no no clue. Like every other one, like I had like an opinion, and that one I was just like, oh, I don't know. Ah, weird. Fair freaking man. freaking weird, man. Sorry, mean. All right. I can't, I can't wait for so, Kenobi to go up against Nihilus. Yeah. Get so. So the, the next one, round 13, once again, the generator being mad at me and uh, pitting pitting some of my guys against each other, we have the number 11 seed, Garazab Aurelios, versus the number two seed, Chewbacca. Guys, Chewbacca, yes. is, Chewbacca yes. is the superior version of Chewbacca. Garazeb is one under. The reason I like him is because he's Ralph McQuarrie's original, like, Concept drawing of Chewbacca. That's why I like latched onto him. I got to know him and like him, like 100%. He's my Wookiee analog in Rebels. But if if I'm pitting the two in a bare knuckle fight, I don't think that freaking uh Garazeb's gonna beat Chewbacca. So you guys, if if you don't agree with me, then tell me why I'm wrong. You don't think Zeb is gonna beat Chewbacca? No, not in a million fucking years. I think, just as Danny was saying, that fight's going to become too much where where Chewie's going to get the upper hand. And I don't think Chewie falters. He's not concerned with strength. You know what I mean? Like, I think when the two characters, when we take their wills against each other, Chewie's will is stronger.
2: But Zeb is like, Zeb is practically a pirate at this point, right? I mean. Ah,
0: Chewie. Hold on. Yeah. I don't know. Unless, Danny, who do you think wins? Zeb or Chewie? Oh, chewie hands it down, all right, then there we go. Boom, it doesn't matter. We mean me and Danny agree, <laughs> Chewbacca, whoop and Zeb. but blue, if you feel that there's something that needs to be said, please say it. Maybe you'll nah. sway me nah i i
2: just i I need more time to think about it. I don't have enough <laughs>
3: as as I mentioned the last round, I just don't think the that zeb has the mental
0: fortitude for a really an aggressive fight, and chewie does so. Yeah, like I think Zeb could like hold his own against different matchups and the characters that we have, but like in in that particular one literally like taking the two characters that like are their type of character in their group against each other, I just think it's it's pretty I don't I don't think it's going to be a tough fight. I don't think Chewie's just like going in and like killing him and it's over, but uh I think ultimately in a battle of wills, it's it's my man man cousin Chewbacca.
3: Agreed. Okay. There's a lot there of jungle go. fighting, like, Zeb's using all four limbs and flying <laughs> all over the place, like, yeah, it's it's crazy and entertaining as fuck as an audience member, this is two gladiators really giving it their all, but, like, no, like, Zeb does not have the mental fortitude for a vicious fight, and the moment it doesn't go in his favor, he's gonna get in his head, and Chewie, uh, doesn't give a fuck, so.
2: Yeah, okay. <sighs> I don't know, I just don't know.
3: You wanna flip a coin, like, it
2: matters? <laughs> No, it, I mean no. it doesn't matter. Just go for it. But I, I think Zeb <laughs> has a really good. I think he has a really good chance.
0: I, I didn't say that he didn't have a chance. I just said that he didn't win. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So there we go. Chewbacca advancing. Interesting. All right. So the next battle is uh, our 14th round. Yeah. Uh, I, I have no idea how this is gonna go down, but I can't wait for Blue to make an argument. Uh, It is the number nine seed Wicket W. Warwick versus the number four seed Kyle Skorada. Fucking duh.
2: Wicket is the ultimate fucking Ewok (laughs) and what happens is, is that Wicket finds his inner force power and fucking wins through sheer power of the force. As we all know The Force runs through everything, and Wicket is the coolest little dude ever. And obviously, he was able to master fucking guns. He was able to master a fucking speeder, and he'd never even seen technology before. And he was just like, yeah, this shit, this slaps. This is mine. (laughs) He sees people people fucking using the Force. He's going to be like, oh, let me give that shit a shot. He just, I could have done this the whole time. He all of a sudden he's fucking Yoda with a spear. He's got a spear and he just fucking flat done. Wipes his hands. He's out. Okay. He goes nub nub and he's he's fucking when when did he throws another party
3: become force sensitive?
2: He because he, he didn't see it before. He didn't see. He he just saw like oh he thought it was magic at first, but then when he notices like oh shit, this is something that these people are doing. I could do that too. Just like he looked at them and they did fucking... I think the coolest thing about the Ewoks is their power of mimicry. You know, monkey see, monkey do. Well, uh, Warwick uh, being a fucking Ewok uh, is taking that to the extreme because he saw this guy fucking operating a gun and was like, yep, I'm a crack shot now. And then he saw him drive the speeder, and he's like, yep, I can drive a speeder. What I'm saying is is that he's the ultimate monkey see, monkey do. So if he sees somebody using the Force, and he knows, like, oh, oh, shit, like, he's doing that, that means I can do that, too. And he's going to use the Force, and he's going to fucking, he's going to be a great Jedi. He's going to be an amazing Jedi. But you can't
3: just (laughs) use the Force. That's not... The rule at the establishment. Okay,
2: you can't just fucking drive either. Nobody you can. Can't. You can't. So just seven you can't. can't just drive. <laughs> you can't just get into a car and be like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly how this works,"
0: and just go. Right. That's not well, how that shit works. So, Blue, I have I have to ask a question. What is is Wicked's ability to suddenly be force sensitive contingent on him winning this fight? No. Okay. Of course not. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm just especially, making that clear for when I make my decision.
2: <laughs> especially wherever he's at. Okay, wherever he's at. He is the probably one of the most most resourceful characters in the entire fucking Star Wars. Like, everything. The entire series. The books. The canon. Everything you want. Like, he is a two-foot-tall, three-foot-tall Ewok, and he His people fucking took on the Empire using their shit? Are you fucking kidding me? And he used his own shit. They're so fucking good at what they do, they have the name Murder Bears for a fucking reason. And the reason is, is that it doesn't matter like you're coming at them with superior technology. It doesn't matter you're coming at them with, oh, I've got magical Space wizard powers. No, they're gonna fucking murder you because that's their special that's what they do. They're murder bears. And Wicket is the best of all of them. He is like he is like the fucking King Arthur of the fucking Ewoks. He is like,
1: <laughs> the King he is he like Captain
0: America and he King is Arthur. A Captain
2: America of fucking Ewoks. Okay? That's that's who Wicket is. And that's why Wicket wins. It's easy,
0: um, so Danny, before you make an argument, I just want to set set a scene for you and tell me how this character Cal Scroy, you know much more about is gonna deal with it. Suddenly, the arena is dark, and the only well, that's thing exactly what I was thinking about my <laughs> the only thing Cal hears is the chitter of Wicket as he fucking skitters around this arena, taking like like spear jabs at him. How is he doing? So first off, it doesn't matter if it's pitch
3: black. coscarado has got one of the Mandalorian helmets. He could have sensors. He sees what's going on. He's got night vision. It's all right. He's not. He's not blinded by the darkness. But that's exactly the uh, scenario I was running in my head. Is that he? They are a cannibalistic, you know, nighttime warrior. They they move quick. They, I see that advantage. But also their advantage is that Ewoks are pack animals. The more they are, the more lethal they become. Ewok doesn't have his pack.
2: Bruh, Does have you ever heard of the lone wolf? Or lights
3: off. The only way that you can really conquer somebody in the dark is by instilling the the, the the emotion of fear into them, which it causes their heart rate to increase, causes your vision to blur, it causes your... Anxiety to flare up. It causes you to sweat. It causes you to second guess your, your 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 movements, your questions. You know your your heart rate increases. Your your breathing increases. Fear is a powerful powerful uh, weapon to use if you know how to instill it into your enemy. Calcus Skirata is a man who who is very patient, even in the dark. I don't see him having any empathy. I don't see him having any. What did what, you just send me?
0: It's it's a picture of a different Ewok.
2: <laughs> oh. Have you ever keep, have you never heard going. of the Lone Wolf?
3: I've, lone nothing, bro. Like I get it. Wicket is adorable, but he's gonna even look cuter when he's wearing as a cape around Kyle Scarada's shoulder after bro. he's done skinned them, <laughs> bro. Like, and you all cannot... you see is his beady little eyes looking face front at you as it's cupped around his sh- shoulder armor.
2: I think you are vastly underestimating the fact that Wicket is a non-technological sentient creature. Bro, I'll not give only you... wait wait wait, not only is he that, but he relies on both his battle experience and his natural instincts as a murder bear. You put him in the corner for just a second and you're going to lose your scrope he's going to cut it right off.
3: <laughs> if you're talking battle oh. experiences, you're speaking one one battle amongst the empire and two probably many other battles amongst other Ewok clans who mm-hmm. fight on the same level as he does. Exactly. Oscar and he's fight. better Jedi, than the empire? He's fought droids, he's fought countless wars, he's fought other Mandalorians and survived in one. This and dude he's has
2: fought,
1: fought beasts and anything.
2: Fought. As dangerous as a murder bear going after his scrope. He's done. <laughs> so the even if I, he does go for oh a scrope, he's not even get past the best car. He not. doesn't even have to. He doesn't even have to. See, that's the that's the great thing is that he doesn't even have to, like, go for, like, oh, he's going to notice. Oh, those parts right there. I can't hit those parts. Bam. Side of the knee. Side of the knee. Damned, motherfucker. damn. And he's just going to... Okay. Guerrilla Warfare. Guerrilla Warfare. So the one... And then, the Force. Bam! Doesn't so... know how to
3: use the Force.
2: It doesn't matter if he doesn't
0: know. It's going <laughs> to work. Stop using it as your Okay? <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, monkey, see, what, monkey, what, dude? Fuck you. Works. Something... stabs you in the Something fuck. in Wick, Wicked's favor that I don't know is going to sway my opinion is uh, I love... I think it was Neil deGrasse Tyson, but some physicist basically said what happened to, like, the Moon of Endor, like... From the concussive explosion of like the second Death Star, and it's it's essentially like uh like an extinction level event, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yet, if if we're gonna believe canon, and uh, and yes, I'm gonna evoke the name of Rise of Skywalker at the end of it, Wicked is there with his kid. Like yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like even like a concussive blast that should have like caused mass extinction on the forest moon of Endor. Couldn't do it. You couldn't even kill them cockroaches. Like, they're still around. Uh so he's he's definitely a, a survivable murder bear. Best murder bear. Power. No, no, that's why I sent you the picture of Nisa. That's Chief Chirpa's daughter, and that's my favorite Ewok, Nisa. And she's straight getting ready to shank them stormtroopers. I'll share it on my Instagram, listeners. Yeah, it they know how sense. armor works. They know exactly how armor works.
2: Staff.
3: In a in a battle in the forest, your Achilles tender. They're, they're, they're in a battle arena, you know. They're not in Endor. Why would they
2: be there's in a no, battle
0: arena? There's no you terrain have to advantage.
2: You're that gonna Wicked set them has. up in the in the best things that they have.
0: Well, we've been in a battle arena the whole time, Blue. Exactly. <laughs> like that's how resourceful Wicked is. All of a sudden, it's well. Gone and the Force would have been If we're giving him all the
2: things. That he would use, he would have trees inside of the arena because he would Blue, use the trees. Blue, a small traps set. I, I, I works very well against a fucking lightsaber, but I against wanna, a fucking stab underneath,
0: Back! I one hundred percent respect gone. respect your argument, Blue, and while it breaks my ever-loving heart because as if we remember going back to the top five. Only reason Wicket's not one of my battle of people is because you picked him higher. So yeah. you got him. And I had to, that's how uh, Din Djarin ended up fighting. Uh, otherwise, it would have been Wicket on my list, and then Din Djarin is my bottom, my six. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I think that Cal Scarada is going to win this. But, Danny, I'm telling you, when he goes into the next round, he is fucked. Wicket has jacked him up because he underestimated the murder bear. He got dark and chittering and, and stabbed a knee, maybe. Uh, so, like, he's won, but he's he worse for... definitely
2: is dribbling out his scrope. He,
0: he is worse for wear for the battle against uh, Wicket. Alright? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> if you guys say so. <laughs> you don't even think it would be a fight, Daddy? No. I uh, don't. I don't. <laughs> You just think he's just murking Wicket and it's over? He's just strange Wicket. Wicket
3: doesn't stand a chance. If this was an ideal situation in Endor and it's Kalskarada versus the entire Wicket tribe, I'll give you that.
0: Well, yeah, 100%. Not. If it had been that, I would have, I would have sided with Wicket. It. But it's not. It's a one-on-one think... one fight in a gladiator arena, and I just don't
3: think, even with the lights off, Wicket doesn't stand a chance.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. So there we go. We've moved past that round. So now we're in the semifinals. Uh, and uh, number fifteen is uh, the number six seed Darth Nihilus versus, for the first time, a non Jedi, the number two seed Chewbacca. Oh, Nihilus. Why? Look- no. You're no. No. Just slurpage. That's not. Nope. I'm what? not allowing that. Give me more reason. Oh, We can't okay. just slurp him so through. He just, then...
2: he just doesn't... Okay. So he let's say he slurp doesn't the just slurpage.
0: fucking absorb his
2: life force and kill him. So let's say he doesn't no. use that force power. He fucking electrifies... He lifts him up in the air with his force power, force lightnings the fuck out of his eyeballs, he explodes, and then he goes jerks off in the corner. It's Fucking Nihilus is but... an ultimate...
0: He's a Sith Lord... And one of the Jubaka <laughs> keeps his distance and just freaking lays down suppressive fire. You could keep your distance to
2: another fucking planet and he could still fucking lift you up and kill you and lightning bolt you. Like Has it he, doesn't. I don't remember that look. in the
0: Kotor game.
2: Well, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> like, is that the Force energies are able to do that kind of shit. And
0: I mean, well he, that that shit killed Luke Skywalker, so yeah,
2: he would. Are so saying they both the die and nobody it? advances? If he did that, how how distant is he trying to keep? Because if we're in a battle arena or something, you're not going to keep that far, and he's just going to go, oh, I can see you. That means you're within my range. <laughs>
1: and
2: let's say, okay, let's say Chewbacca goes, oh, I'm going to shoot you with the blaster. He's going to take out his fucking lightsaber. He's going to blast it away. He's going to run up on him, and he's going to cut him into pieces. You're talking about a full-fledged, all-powerful, one of the deadliest Sith Lords ever against your main man, Chewbacca, and I know you have a lot of love for him, but <laughs> this dude this dude is a full-fledged Sith Lord. He's just going to fucking kill him. There's zero remorse. Absolutely zero fucks given about literally anybody but himself and even for himself he has no fucks to give. So he's just he, he's gonna take him out regardless of whether he's
0: so, so Chewy them the fuck or through not. his natural battle adaptivity has suddenly learned to use the force. <laughs> I can't give it to no, Chewy I mean, on that one because I, he would have learned already. I'll be honest, honest. like, Darth Nihilus, the second he was on the list, I hated it from the go. So, there you go. Danny, what do you think? The only way to defeat Darth Nihilus is to blow his ass
3: up. So, Chewie's gonna try but, to blow on, his on, ass hold up? Hold hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And the <laughs> only way to do that is to do it yourself. You're not gonna do it at a distance. You're not gonna hit this dude with an RPG. You have to straight sacrifice yourself and take him out with... The only way... Darth Nihilus doesn't win is with the Chewbacca sacrifice. So unless you're willing oh, to sacrifice I both... It. I take it.
0: So so we have, we have two <laughs> options. Chewie goes so far away that Darth Nihilus has to expend his force power to the point of killing himself to kill Chewbacca. Or Chewbacca straight running up and, like, sacrificing his life as the ultimate empathetic character just to make sure Darth Nihilus doesn't go. So we've got two, like... Uh, We've got two avenues of mutually assured destruction is what we're saying, yes? And Chewie is the type of character that would do it. Yeah. So it's not like You know, I'm going to say like... my main man cousin who, like, held back a moon to save people and then died, he'd do it. Yeah. No, he would. He yeah. would. I mean, he, he, would, do
2: it. he would definitely need the technology and the right type of bomb, but yeah.
0: Oh, but, like, yeah. Wicket would be able to build it, right? No. Yeah. Just just find it in those really convenient trees that were left in the arena. <laughs>
2: Wicket unfortunately would not be able to build that box. It was a very specific, specific bomb. As a matter of fact, I was really hoping Thrawn would make it through because Thrawn would beat him.
0: Wicked the coin coin. No, flip. Thrawn, no. I
2: think Thrawn would beat Nihilus. No. I do, because the thing about like in in the Kotor two thing was that Oh, they killed the the scientists that um, had created this bomb, and uh, the way to like suck up the force and stuff. Uh, they killed those scientists that had basically made Darth Nihilus what he was, uh, giving him that extra like boost in power. And um, but those records, that doesn't mean that the records were destroyed. And because of that, uh, I think Thrawn would have, in his prepped prepidness, would have like. Found those records somehow, going as far as he could, and fucking known exactly how to beat Nihilus, and just took him out.
0: So what you're saying is Danny read that coin wrong?
2: Uh, no, <laughs> I mean he, he read it
0: right, but yeah. no,
2: because he's not
3: fighting Obi Wan, he's fighting Thrawn.
0: Yeah. Um, no, no, but the way it would shake out, uh, yeah. The next matchup, I think Thrawn would probably win and then he would go up against Nihilus, but that's okay. That's not yeah. the way it shook out. It's interesting. I, I mean, the, my my option is to concede defeat or say they're both dead. Uh, I'll leave it to Danny. Oh, they're both dead. Hey! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we have a surprise, surprise round 15 uh, of, of the. They fought to the, the literal death of both yeah. mutually assured destruction. All right, which means that uh, we don't go to round 17. It just means whoever survives the next battle is the winner. They get the Uh, buy. Or we say that Darth Nihilus actually came back and and kills whoever wins. Uh, So the (laughs) the final round 16 uh, is number 5, Obi-Wan Kenobi, versus number 4, Kalskarata. (sighs) Obi-Wan. Done. Boom.
3: would you say? Obi-Wan. Since we established Old Ben... I'm at the I, I Old Ben. I I think they're they're both at a level of oneness that it's is going to be messy, it's going to be ugly, it's going to be dirty. Um but I think at at the Old Ben that we've established, I don't th- I could see him doing what he has to do to win even if it is dirty and they're the they're at a complete equal level. Um it doesn't go easy. But
0: I I, I I even have to say old Ben. I, yeah. Like, I think, I think it's a big, I would have voted Kenobi, even despite him being like my number two. Like, I, I think as that matches up, I think there are other people like Darth Nihilus that could defeat him. <laughs> yes. But, uh, but yeah. in that, oh, Chewbacca, look at you, you sweet, sweet son of a Wookiee. Like, it's, uh, <laughs> it's it sure it's sharing sure the success of Kenobi. <laughs> for, for the mutually
3: assured destruction, it was either Chewbacca or Kalsgarada that would have taken out Darth Nihilus. But yeah. against Obi-Wan, like, it's ugly. This is an ugly fight.
1: Yeah. This is
2: yeah. old man just beat down. Like ugh. Oh, yeah. I definitely, I, I say Obi-Wan, but it absolutely would not have been, like, an easy fight. It, it would have been
3: hell.
0: It would have yeah. been a hell of a fight. Yeah. All right, do we do we want to entertain Darth Nihilus versus Obi Wan, or do we want to be done? I
3: thought, I thought Darth Nihilus
0: was dead. He is, he is dead. But I mean, if, if we're saying somebody has to win, like, oh, it's,
1: it's Darth Nihilus.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so there you have in a, in a surprise conclusion, uh, because of the the ultimate sacrifice of Chewbacca, and you know I sort of find that lovely. Uh, Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi wins the torment.
1: Yay, Uh, (laughs) Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan.
0: And and when we started this, none of us had that that final image in our mind. (laughs) Oh, I
2: I fully expected Pelimoto to make it all the way through.
0: (laughs) No, you fully expected Jar Jar Binks to win the day. Come on, let's be real.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: I actually, I thought Thrawn was going to go very, very far. And, like, that Obi-Wan versus Thrawn just fucking threw me for a loop, like... Yeah. I mean you didn't even try. Uh I because I still don't know. I'm like looking at it on my screen right now and I'm just like, did Kenobi win that one? Or was it Thrawn? Like, <laughs> like you
3: didn't even try to like talk it out. You're just like, I concede.
0: <laughs> uh, although if if I'm if I'm very real, I also think Grand Admiral Thrawn was gonna beat Kalskrada.
1: Mm. Well, so, unfortunately, so no matter, so, unfortunately, so no matter
0: what, one of my guys was gonna win. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately,
2: yeah. Jar Jar went up against Love, and, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, mean, if I
3: mean, Nihilus, Nihilus could have won it easily if he was matched up correctly.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, I mean, honestly, if, if Grand Admiral Thrawn wins that Obi-Wan Kenobi fight, then he goes up against Kalskarata, and if we say, like, Nihilus has to beat Chewbacca, then it's Thrawn versus Nihilus.
2: There you go. So and Thrawn Thron would have won?
0: Uh, so very, very interesting. Well, hey friends, hopefully you enjoyed uh a very different yet fun torment yeah it uh, yeah, it uh it's I think it was especially interesting to me because other than like you know force users, there was a lot less superpowers mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh surprisingly, not not as much litigation as we're used to. <laughs> like swamp swamp litigators like just sitting on the side of the ring like what did i even show up for
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that's it that's how wicked gets his trees is swamp litigator <laughs> <There you go. laughs> he calls on the power of the green and and fills fills the arena full of trees <laughs> so at least he came in handy for that there you that's go that's my that's my head cannon. uh but yeah did you get did you guys have fun oh yeah that was very interesting. Yeah, it was. Uh, more torments in the future, hopefully. I mean, yeah. I, I, I learned today that Wicket is a force user. <laughs> <laughs> you sure so- did. <laughs> All right, well, uh, guys, plug your things as we as we as we finish this off.
2: Uh, Blue Wolf D Instagram, and uh, eventually we're gonna do the last episode episodes for. Um, uh Capes and Caverns. Uh you catch that on Mondays at Silver Bulette, at Silver underscore Beulet on, on Twitch. Um on the YouTubes. Um
0: spell the spell the word Beulet because I don't think you've ever spelt it for him because it's it's not bullet. It? it's oh. bullet with an E. Yeah basically. Is there two T's or one T? Two. Okay. There you go. Bullet with a T E at the end. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> T E <laughs> uh danny doesn't do all the plugs but if you want to talk to him you can go over to the facebook group laugh it up fuzzballs he is uh very active over there sometimes much to my uh show note chagrin <laughs>
1: uh,
0: especially when netflix gets geeky for a week like hot dog that was a good week uh, and i'm so proud i don't know if either of you listen to that but i i got through all the news in like an hour and 10 minutes and it really is firehose news like i listened to it and i was like man I really am. I'm just going like all business. <laughs> and like, if I had something to say, I was like, <laughs> <moving on. laughs> I was just like, I didn't know like recording it. I was like, how does this sound? So I listened to it and I was like, man, I'm proud. I still got, I still got it in me for a good round of fire hose news. There you go. Um, you can, so the mm-hmm. Laugh It Up Fuzzball is a Facebook group, uh, at Wiki Riot on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, send an email, mm-hmm. laugh it up fuzzball podcast at gmail.com. Buy merch. Go to t com slash user slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball. And who oh. knows what merchandise Roman may or may not have created when you go to look. Uh, I mean cap Captain Endor and what's the other thing that Endor or that Wicket's an analog of? Uh, oh uh, King King Wicket. Yep. King Arthur. Uh, yeah, just wicket on a throne of stormtrooper helmets. Oh yeah. Like Wait, no,
3: instead of a stor- a sword
0: and stone, it's a spear and stone. Yeah. I picture him, a...
2: And I picture him in the in the Conan position.
0: Yeah, it one hundred percent in the King Conan position, but it's wicked on like a throne made of stormtrooper armor. Yeah. And there's a and there's a rock with a spear in it, just for Danny. Yeah. 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 Or a rock with a hole where you could tell the spear came out of it. I don't know. Good luck, Roman. Uh, could at least be a fun picture to see if if nothing else. Um, cause uh Star Wars licensing and all that jazz. Uh but what else? I think that's all the things. anchor.fm slash laugh dash shit, dash fuzzball. You're listening. Anchors how you it got to where you listened to it from. So thank you. And thanks uh I don't know, I don't know what the grand total is now from ads, but it's more than a buck because it was like a dollar seven the last time I checked like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So by listening to the podcast, you you are putting cents into my pocket. If you want to put more cents, buy a t-shirt, a couple a couple come my way when you do that. Somebody just bought a t-shirt. It never tells me who it is, but uh, I know it wasn't my mom or unless it was one of you guys. So, yeah, somebody oh, bought a shirt, and I was, like, oh, wasn't hey. It? Someone bought a laughing up fuzzball shirt, like the actual podcast shirt. I was like, that's cool. And whoever you are, if you're listening, thank you from the bottom of my fuzzy heart. God, man. I was like, I I felt validated. All $2 (laughs) of it. Uh, But you could go on Anchor and actually like drop money to the podcast if you're so inclined. If you've been listening for almost seven years, like, man, I never gave one red cent. I want to send 50 cents to the Wookiee for all that time he spent. Hey. 50 cents is 50 cents is 50 cents. So uh, yeah, yeah, you could do that if you were so inclined. But if you don't, I'm not going to hold it against you. Uh, but go on, actually, you really want to say thank you. Go on Apple Podcasts and drop a, a written review and five stars uh, just to get it out to other people. I don't normally like say that on the podcast, but that'd be really freaking cool too. That would. Yeah. Uh, those little things like send an email, do that, like buy a t-shirt. Those things make me feel like this is all worth it. Uh but it continues and you know, we're coming up close on uh seven years in August. So uh I'm sure we'll come up with something cool to do in honor of that. Oh my I god, think. how do we top this one? We will. We we keep coming up with cool ideas and we have some we have some ideas in the hopper, but uh we're gonna we're gonna close this one out. It's over two hours. Uh it's two oh four fifty eight as I just looked at the time and when I edit it down it'll be under two and that's amazing that we managed to do that and we tormented. Mm-hmm. So boys, I'm proud of us Hell yeah. And uh, if uh, Yusa Nosa Nosa why Jar uh, Jar lost, hey, you know what I mean? Look at look at the, I'll put up the bracket on the thing and you can say who you thought won and tell us who the final final person is and why it's Darth Nihilus. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Interesting times. Challange did a, a strange bracket, but I think I think it's fun just not knowing who's going to go up against each other and just dealing with it.
3: I mean, like, it sucked that we had to go up against ourselves, but... Yeah, a lot more
0: of that this time, I think. Yeah.
2: Not, yeah, the not, brackets were really mean to us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were. But, you know, I mean, that's that's sort of the fun of it. Like, none of us, we, we keep the the random, you know, in that, where we just let the bracket, we put down the thing and let it do it. And whatever it does, we're like, okay, that's what we're dealing with.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's short of, like,
0: seeding everything. We just need to remember next time we torment that... Uh, Danny's not first and Blue's not last, so <laughs> we'll it. figure it out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, friends. Be classy to each other. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! And until the next level of the podcast, three hundred levels of the podcast. What in the actual what? Uh, we'll <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be here. And thanks for listening. TTFN. Uh, Marshall Danny of the Greater Fuzzball Territories. Goodbye. Benjamin Blue for Blue the Fourth, Earl of Blueberry.
1: Earl of Blueberry.
0: And me, Joe the Wookiee Riot, out.